Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire young women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome to the opening segment called Getting to Know You. Original, I know. And today I'm going to ask three questions. Here we go. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Would you rather have a night out or an evening in? Definitely a night out. Now being a mum, nights out are very precious. And <laughs> so we tend to be home a bit more often than not. I love going out and having dinner somewhere nice or trying a new place. And yeah, so definitely out. Yeah. Have you guys been to Kachimia? Just around the corner? Oh, no. Yeah. We have oh, to try it's that. The best. Yeah. It's actually, okay. And you can get takeaway from there We've too. We've heard that though. It's really good. Yeah. Michael and I go there, like, not quite often, but yeah. like once a month we go there. Just because it's so good. Would you rather swim in a pool or the ocean? I'd probably say ocean, but having said that, I kind of like the fact that the pool is always relaxing, because mm. especially here on the Gold Coast, the waves are so big sometimes, it's not really that relaxing. Last question, what was the last movie, TV show or book that made you tear up? Oh, it probably wasn't the last one, but when I was a kid, I always remember watching this advert, and it was for the Royal Adelaide Children's Hospital. It was about sick kids or whatever, and it was an appeal ad, and I, even as a young child, I I remember getting teary watching the ad because the song that they put with it was like, what the world needs now is love. And I was like, oh my gosh. And even now when I've heard that song, I'm like, oh my gosh. So sad. All right, let's get started. So, I, can't believe we, I just kind of semi sang that. I know. As you were singing, I was like, wow, this is really good. No one's ever sung before. No. <laughs> okay. Would you like to tell us a little bit of your journey so far? Yeah, sure. I've always known about God since I was young, and our family has always attended church sort of since I can remember. And it was probably when I was about 13 that I went to a youth event and sort of for the first time was confronted by questions like, you know, there has to be more than this to life and where will I go when I die? And I was really challenged too that my faith was probably something that I had to own for myself and not something that I could just rest on my family's faith. Mm. I suppose that's the time that I can look back on and say, yeah, that was the first time that I really said yes to following Jesus and began my own journey with him. Since then, there have been a number of moments in time where I've been challenged and I've grown in my understanding of who Jesus is and what he says about me. A specific time that stands out is when I was about 17 and I attended an Easter camp with my church friends. And it was during this camp that I really understood my need for God and his grace to me in a real deeper way and I'm on a journey becoming more and more aware of God's desires for my life uh, recognizing my sin and failings yet understanding his love for me and today you're going to talk to us about a topic that is 
So finding our identity in Jesus. Why do you think this is an important topic in today's society? Our identity refers to who or what we are, and it's just so tightly linked to how we see ourselves. Mm. And I think that every person just has a deep desire to know who they are and what their purpose is. There's so many things in our world that can influence how we see ourselves, like the media, even other people's opinions or our experiences in life, whether they be positive ones or negative ones. And even what we think we should be sort of when we look to these things for our identity we're always going to be just left disappointed what's your personal experience with finding your identity in jesus understanding who i am and living that out has and continues to be a real journey and at different times in my life i've looked to other things instead of to god to find my identity and worth I've looked to maybe what I wear or who I spend time with, particular relationships and even my job. And when hard times have come or maybe something hasn't worked out as I'd hoped or imagined, I've sort of gotten disappointed and easily felt down on myself. It can be easy to fall into the trap of defining your identity and what you do rather than who you are. Our culture especially sort of holds what someone does quite highly. It even sort of provides a status, I suppose you'd say. I've found that my identity has often been quite wrapped up in what I do or even my career. This unraveled for me when I found that I really struggled to enjoy my job. And I got to a point where I sort of decided to move away from that work and I initially sort of perceived that as a failure. And over time, I've learned that A particular job or a success or a failure doesn't define who I am. Not long after I left my job, I became a mum. And that was just such an exciting time and a really great blessing from God. And so at the moment, my occupation is a homemaker or a stay-at-home mum. And I occasionally catch myself thinking or saying, oh, I'm just a mum. Because at times I've sort of felt like it isn't a highly regarded occupation and especially as far as the world's concerned society sort of expects women to be doing everything all the time having a successful career and perhaps being a parent too being a mum has been a great joy and is important and a challenging job and one that I know that sort of God's given me for this time I definitely believe that God gives us specific roles or jobs that we can use to serve him but it's easy to forget that he's sort of more interested in who we are rather than what we do Just to add to that, I suppose, Mm. at our home group recently, we discussed how sort of it can even be easy to idolise aspects of our identity. So those things can even be blessings that God has given us. And they sort of can instead then become our God or a thing that we worship. And I remember someone saying that, you know, we must hold loosely to things because they might be just gone in an instant, Mm. whether they be good or not so good things. And If they are our source of purpose or hope and joy, then when they're gone, life can get really hard. I've also sort of found too that when I don't find my identity in Jesus as his child, I can sort of limit myself. And I remember hearing Daniel Spears share his story of how he got to work in Thailand rescuing girls from the sex trade. And he explained sort of how he left his work as a chiropractor to work for Destiny Rescue. And he sort of had no specific qualifications or experience other than a heart for that work. And he said that it's so easy sort of to let our current skills or jobs sort of limit us and we can easily sort of think, oh, I couldn't do that because I'm just a mum or I'm just a teacher. But God can use you 
Yeah, and just like a little example, I suppose like several years ago, Dave and I, we trekked Annapurna Base Camp in Nepal. I've never identified myself as a trekker, but I had a desire to do it. And then God gave me the perseverance and the people to encourage me along the way. And there were many times when I found it like really hard and I didn't think I'd make it, but I did. I was also thinking back to Katie's talk about being brave and I think she spoke so well about this idea as well. What do you think God's perspective is on this topic of wanting us to find our identity in him? God desires that we find our identity in Mm. him. And as his child, we know that we're loved and that he's gifted us for a plan and for a purpose. And he knows that when we look to other things, especially the things that the world considers attractive, that will often be left empty. And Mm. I think in the Bible, it really highlights that nicely in John 2, 15 to 17 and it says do not love this world nor the things it offers you for when you love the world you do not have the love of the father in you for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions these are not from the father or from this world and this world is fading away along with everything that people crave but anyone who does what pleases god will live forever What are some Bible verses that have gotten you through this time? Thinking about that, there's sort of been many times when I've struggled perhaps with worry or feeling inadequate and started Mm. to question my worth and abilities. And in these times, I've tried to purposely remind myself who I am and the verses that I've referred to or found hope in two particular ones several others as well but the ones that I'll mention today is first one from Ephesians 2 verse 10 and it says for we are God's masterpiece he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago and Psalm 139 verse 13 to 14 for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full well And to add to that uh, was a particular time when I was struggling at work and I received some prayer. And during this time, I felt God give me a picture. And it's something that's really stayed with me and has been a great reference point for me when I've started to question my abilities or purpose. And the picture was just of Jesus kneeling before me and he just took my face in his hands and he said, remember who you are, my child. And in all that I was sort of thinking and feeling at that time, his desire for me was to remember my identity was in him. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's just been such a great source of hope and and peace, not just at that time but in time since when I felt like I was struggling when I've been able to remember that promise to me. Before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? There's so much hope and freedom that can be found when you look to Jesus for your identity, so much more than the world can offer. And it's not always easy. And so often our own thoughts and feelings get in the way of what God's trying to say to us and about us. And I found that living in that is definitely a constant challenge. Mm -hmm. In a practical sense, as so many of girls have already mentioned, going to the Bible is sort of the first and best reference point 
for finding out who we are and what he's asking us to do. There's so many verses that describe his truth about us and promises to us. And and lastly, just talk to God and ask him to reveal his thoughts about you and his plans for you. And I've found that I sort of need to do this again and again and again. I'd just like to leave everyone just with this passage that was particularly meaningful to me when I was a teenager and was really grasping in a deeper way God's love and grace to me. And it's from Hebrews 7 verse 18 and it just says, Therefore we who have fled to him for refuge can take new courage, for we can hold on to his promise with confidence. This confidence or hope is like a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. Thanks so much for sharing today. That's okay. Thanks for having me. That's okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Hi.